Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ellie and Azaria show. This is Azaria, and I have Ellie. Say hi, Ellie. Hello, hello. This is Ellie on the Ellie and Azaria show. Yeah, I got Ellie back with me today. And we have a very special guest, extra special guest, because he, while he shares taste in music, he also shares my DNA. <gasps> this is... This is my brother visiting us on the podcast today, Davey. Say hi, Davey. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my brother. (laughs) He'll be making little noises like that throughout the podcast. (laughs) If you like that, there's much more where that came from. Yeah. If you like Davey's noises, please subscribe because he will be be joining us for sure in future episodes. But yeah. 90% of it will be... uh subconscious be a subconscious okay what <laughs> you said 90 percent of it will be us subconscious no i was said oh uh, i was thinking oh okay <laughs> so well that's getting edited out <laughs> it might not now that i figured out how to edit <laughs> but anyways so last episode we talked a lot about the one and only t double swizz and Today, we're going to talk about a band. Well, we're going to talk specifically about a song from a band that we all love. We all know and love Queen. Queen, lead singer Freddie Mercury. We love them. We can't live without their music. It is a staple in our culture. And we're going to talk today about what song? Who wants to tell them what song we're going to talk about today? Nice. Millionaire Waltz. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Wow. The Millionaire Waltz. So, Ellie, why don't you tell us a little bit? You were kind of telling me the other day what this song has kind of been for you. Well, let me take it, kick it back to 2018. Azaria and I used to drive around in the Prius. It's great. We'd go to TJ Maxx. Let's not give my car info away. (laughs) The license license plate number is. (laughs) Her driver's license number is. And her social security number is. My driver's record is. Here's a list of fees. Subscribe to hear Zaria's social security number. Once we hit 100 followers, we'll be giving it out. 100 followers. (laughs) Um, Anything for follows, you disgust me. (laughs) Yeah, literally already sellouts. No, anyways. So we drive around in Azaria's gray silver Prius and she'd drive me to TJ Maxx, both of us, but she drove because I couldn't. And she would play me. She'd she'd be like, you know, Queen, we love Queen. We can't live without Queen. Let me put you onto something you've never heard of before. And I hadn't. And she puts on Millionaire Waltz. And I, I say, that's nice. And then I don't think about it. And then fast forward three years, yes. <laughs> nearly, um, COVID hits. I moved to Minnesota. I start going for daily walks to a lake 45 minutes from my house. And I stumble across Millionaire Waltz again. And it just takes me by the neck and <laughs> shakes me like a dog. Um, <laughs> and... I, I can't stop listening to it. It it captivates me. But the fun the funniest thing and the funnest thing about Millionaire Waltz is if you listen to it with earphones, um, 
the the da, 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 is in one ear and the other ear does the boom <laughs> Davy, perhaps you can speak to this in more detail. <laughs> but it's in it's like there's two parts of the song playing in opposite earphones and I was walking along minding my own business and the started in my left ear and I felt like I'd been approached by someone and I was like because <laughs> it startled me <laughs> I was out and about with both ears covered I was completely exposed to the elephant ele- elephants <laughs> elements it really startled me that's my memory of millionaire waltz can I say something <laughs> about that real quick Anything. World, okay, whoever <laughs> is designing how the sound comes into the earphones, can you just put both in both ears? Because, not to be pull the as a woman card, but as a woman, <laughs> as a woman, if I'm walking down the road, I never in a million years, I don't have a death wish, I never <laughs> in a million years have both earphones in my ear because... I gotta stay aware what? of what's going on. Yeah, d- trust <laughs> me. It takes away from you... the experience, though. Oh, Listeners, but you know what really? I can't takes away stand from... listening to anything with one butt in. But here's the just, thing. Uh, I think you just missed yeah, the point. I'm a double it's not, butter. <laughs> it's not for my enjoyment. It's for my own safety. I have to be aware if somebody's coming up behind me, if a car's slowing down next to me. If I have both earphones in, I can't be fully aware of danger, right? This is like a thing. It's all over the internet that it's like, girls, don't put both earphones in your ears, right? So can we please just put them in both so that I can listen to the millionaire waltz and enjoy all the sounds? Mm, but was it was the song made to be listened was to in listened one to earbud? That's a good yeah, question. <laughs> Can I add an anecdote yeah. to that point? Mm-hmm. So Azari is very safety conscious. She watches a lot of true crime. I don't. <laughs> I do not. I do not. Davey does. Not me. <laughs> yeah, that I had is... to pull away from that. I was getting too into it. Well, in any case, Azaria is very keeps very abreast of current events, and um, kick it back to it's a crime-ridden world. <laughs> it <laughs> is. That's for sure. Kick it back to 2018. I couldn't drive. That's why Azaria had to drive as <laughs> TJ Maxx, and I'd walk to my job at CVS and get out at like midnight and walk home in the dark with both headphones in. Oh my word. <laughs> I didn't come back home because um, I was getting dinner and Azaria sent out a search party. (laughs) My phone was dead too. I put it back on to find a billion text messages to a billion group chats (laughs) asking where I've gone. And that is just a story about how Azaria is a great friend and also a very safety conscious woman. Tell me what you would think if you're living in (laughs) winter in the northeast, it's dark at four o'clock, your roommate is fresh off the plane from Australia, doesn't know which side of the road to drive on, so she has has to sludge through the snow day and night from CVS. (laughs) They ain't giving me a handout. Who, who, mind out, mind out. mind you who mind you never said you're a single girl want to get home before the sun goes down absolutely not she was walking home late at night sometimes 11 o'clock at night walking home in the dark and 
I was already like, this is so dangerous. Like it wasn't like, oh, I live in New York City and I'm walking a few blocks to my house. Like she was having to cross a really big, busy road that's like kind of, it's kind of um, rural. Like it wasn't, this isn't all city she was walking through, okay? And when she didn't come home when she was supposed to, and it was night (laughs) and it was winter. It was past curfew. And I'm calling her and it's going straight to voicemail (laughs) and, and she has no friends but me yet. I'm like- what is going on? Like she's dead. <laughs> so I I thought she's dead in a ditch somewhere and I'm going to find her. So eventually I did once she came in home ditch. from <laughs> dinner. Came I, home. I died that night. That's the oh end of that goodness. story. So anyways, <laughs> well, Zaria really kept me alive those first nine months and prevented me giving out my social security number to strangers. I really did. But Thank That's you. another story. That's a story for another day. <laughs> Next episode, once we hit a hundred subscribers, <laughs> once we hit, I'll give 200. you my social security number. <laughs> okay, but Davy, tell us your background on Queen, the Millionaire Waltz, whatever. How did you get into listening to Queen in the first place? Mm, good question. Um, I think through you. I think you played Killer Queen one day in the car, and I was like, oh, this is a jam. But um, (laughs) Millionaire Waltz, I think I just found, I started getting their albums. I liked the uh, getting the vinyls, and I found um, a cheap copy of, what is that? Uh, Night at the Opera, right? Mm -hmm. Or no, no. It was the Day at the Races. It's the Day at the Races. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have both, but, um, yeah, I I put it on. Yeah. (laughs) You're not like the other boys. (laughs) I spend my day at the races and my nights at the opera. Oh, heck yeah. Um, but no, I put it on and Millionaire Waltz came on and I was like, oh shoot, this is, or should I say? (laughs) You can say shoot. You can say shoot. I was like, dang, this is good. Um, it's like the, uh. It's like the little sister of Bohemian Rhapsody, I feel like. It's um, Ooh, pretty... What a great way to describe it. Well, it's got good dynamic range. It's still... Uh, well, I mean, while Freddie is more um, upfront about the meaning behind it, right? He's not as obscure as with Bohemian Rhapsody. It still has, like, an obscurity to it, I feel like, for people mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still... Yeah, I just love how dynamic it is really like you have your your um you know your waltzy parts with like the piano and then you have like your little ballad moments and then it's just like kind of explodes into like like orchestral part you have brian may with the uh like layering the guitar parts there so yeah it's just like a little bit of everything i'm surprised it's not as known as it is Considering mm-hmm. it, like it has all the elements of a, of a classic Queen song from like the seventies <sighs> era. Yes. Mm. But yeah, that, I think the fact that it is lesser known makes me like it even more. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. the fact that something like Bohemian Rhapsody is so well known, still doesn't make us like it any less, right? But there is something so precious about listening to the song or showing it to somebody, and mm-hmm. they're like this is a queen song and 
I don't know it. That's how I, when we picked this song to do, Mm. I was like, I was like, this will be really fun because I can guarantee just the average listener doesn't know it. Right. Because it's not, I don't know. I've never heard it in a soundtrack. I've never heard anybody even really, it's definitely not one of their mainstream hits. Like, like Davey was saying. Mm. Yeah. It's a deep track. Yeah, it's a deep it's a deep track, but what you said is exactly um what I was thinking. Why? You know? Why mm. is it a deep track? This song and I like the word that you used, explosive. Mm. This song is explosive. The first time I listened to this song when I was really diving into Queen, and just to give a little background, I was um I think I was seventeen. It's funny because it started with well, actually, if we take it really far back, as a kid, we used to watch that Anne Hathaway movie, Ella Enchanted, all the time. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's that there's that scene where she's singing with the giants, yep. and she sings. We all know um, that scene. Yeah, she sings somebody, somebody to love, to love. <laughs> and and she did it really well, you know. And um, that was my first exposure to Queen, I would say. But I, <laughs> but amazing. I had I had no idea what I was being exposed to. I didn't even know that it wasn't her song for all I, for, for all my six-year-old brain knew it was just like an Anne Hathaway moment in, in that movie, you know, Mm -hmm. I almost said ever after what was it? Ella Enchanted. And so I heard that. And then, you know, throughout the years you hear like, we will rock you here and there. And Mm. you don't really like know what you're listening to, but it's, but it's fun, you know? Mm. And then I was with some friends um, when I was 17 and I graduated high school. I said, I'm going to Ecuador. So I went to Ecuador (laughs) and, and there was this girl who had all this awesome music and we were driving up the mountains in Ecuador and she was playing blasting songs and she put on killer queen just like Davey right like that was kind of what Mm. got him into it and I remember clear as day you know you just remember those moments in life Mm -hmm. that like are seemingly minute but they're actually not I remember clear as day you know when you're like kind of afraid to ask somebody maybe it's just (laughs) me but you're kind of afraid to be like who is this because you don't want to be lame and be the only person that doesn't know I was like a little afraid, but I was like, oh, who cares? I'm asking because I want to download it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, who is this? And she was like, queen, right? Like, duh, queen. And I was just like, oh, yeah, of course, right? I had no <laughs> idea. And so I go and download that. And then I don't know how it happened, but um, I ended up really, really falling in love with Queen and uh, Freddie Mercury as a vocalist and as an artist and just his chaotic way that is just like (laughs) musically so fun yeah and um the millionaire waltz when i heard it i just like when i close my eyes and i'm listening to that song the picture i see in my head is you're literally standing in like a pride and prejudice ball and everybody's dressed up and you're all holding hands and you're just spinning around you know what I mean? Like everybody's oh. holding hands in a circle, spinning around, laughing, like spinning till you fall on the ground laughing, you know? <laughs> and this song is just playing. That's the way it makes me feel, right? Like I'm at, a, beautiful. I'm at a big party and we are living life and having a blast with other people around, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's a, this song is, it's, it feels like a celebration. It feels like mm-hmm. a party, mm. you know? It's, it's chaotic, but it's cohesive. You know, and not mm-hmm. to um, compare it again to Bohemian Rhapsody, but um, like Bohemian Rhapsody is, I mean, more random. That's like what a Rhapsody is basically like a bunch of 
themes brought together. But oh, I, um, I mean, even Freddie has said, I think when he was writing Bohemian Rhapsody, he was he had three different songs he was working on and was kind of like stuck on each one mm-hmm. and then had the idea to like mash them all together. And that's kind of like how that came out. But wow. um, like this song, like even though it is uh, dynamic and it's got faster parts and slower parts and like softer parts and more loud parts, it's it uh it's more cohesive like it's kind of mm. there there's like an element that's consistent all the way through mm-hmm. i think part of it is the waltz part of it you know like it stays mm-hmm. in that three four time the whole time like mm. the bum 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 yes so it still keeps it like whole and while it is you know uh there's it's varied you know it's not doesn't feel random mm-hmm. but yeah it's great so good davy you really know your stuff you should be a musician (laughs) have you ever thought about it no (laughs) so so my brother um plays he loves music so what are some things like if you were if you were just to describe your life musically your i guess your journey in music throughout life like what part has music played in your life Oh, well, I wish, um, I wish as I was as into it now as I used to be, but, um, I was into it a lot when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I played cello in high school and got into like composition. Yeah. That's, I think that's part of why I have an appreciation for Queen. I love orchestra. Um, I love composition mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, all those elements are a part of queen. Like, even though it's, you're not using, they're not using, um, you know, the same instruments. It's, it's composed in a way similar to, you know, it it has like a a classical style to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like kind of the flair that Freddie brings to queen. He used to love going to like operas and stuff. And um, I mean, you, you can totally hear it in the work it shines through with the vocals and especially um early on like the uh the 70s queen mm-hmm. is like my favorite era just for that reason like it i was kind of sad when um uh, they branched away from that mm-hmm. <laughs> what is um, 70s queen sorry to interrupt no it's just like for me it's like they're um it is that where it has more of like the uh, operatic mm. element to it. Um, and before it started getting poppy, if you even mm-hmm. want to call it that, yeah. like when they hit the eighties, right. um, their stuff kind of took more of a, a poppy turn and you got like stuff and like kind Radio of an 80s Gaga turn. And, yeah. 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 Like they, um, mm-hmm. they still like any good band, like they still, kind of pushed forward you know they like forged ahead but it's still i think it started to blend with some of the other music around them i think what mm-hmm. they were doing in the 70s was like totally original mm-hmm. and that kind of um was their claim to fame but but yeah i love that about their music how it it has a certain structure to it but it's still like free and 
yes mm. and everything like mm-hmm. um not to veer away but i think one of my well i know one of my favorite queen songs is somebody to love and <laughs> from um, ella enchanted yeah <laughs> that might be partly why but um <laughs> no, i just think like everything about it is just um fantastic i love i love vocal harmonies i love like the sound of tons of people singing together mm-hmm. that's part of the reason i love um millionaire waltz too it's because it has all that yep it's rich no. Oh yeah, rich. It's like that's uh, a good way to put unifying. Yeah, you know, like the sound of a lot of people singing together makes you want to jump in mm-hmm. and sing with it. And yeah. it's it's so um, like the rises and falls. Yeah, are so vast and extreme sometimes that you just you feel instead of sometimes you hear these songs sometimes that can almost sound a little monotone. You know, like, I've actually, I feel like I I can remember specifically a song that I showed you, Davey, like, in the past. I was just kind of, like, jumping on the bandwagon with this one artist. Mm. And I was like, what do you think? And you were just were like, well, it's kind of monotone, you know? (gasps) What was it? it? Name names. No, no, it's... um, Put them on blast. Yeah, I want to know what. Cancel them. (laughs) I can find out and, like, give me me two seconds. I mean, that that can be a tool that's used, you know? Like, you can use monotony for a purpose, but... Right, but you were... But but my my point is the comparison, right? Because there are some songs, like you said, you can use monotony for a purpose, right? But the, the fun thing about Queen and certain songs like The Millionaire Waltz, right? Like I said, how I feel like when I'm listening to it, I feel like I'm in a ball spinning mm. around holding hands with a bunch of people is it's like, it is, it is fun to listen to. It is an adventure. Like you feel like, sometimes you feel like you're on a roller coaster. Like The Millionaire Waltz feels like this rise and fall of the roller coaster. Like, you know, he well, slows you know, down. Oh, sorry, not to butt in, but like true art. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, it comes from, you know, the heart, obviously. And like, you see the artist in their art yes. and like exactly what you're describing. You're describing mm. Freddie Mercury, you yep. know, highs well, and lows, yes. like, fun, flamboyant, bombastic, like, bombastic. Um, yeah. That's and that's word. exactly his music. A mm. true performer. Too, yeah. Entertainer. Because- because he An- really he's an anthem writer too mm-hmm. you know and that is oh my goodness but it's like i think of millionaire waltz you know when you're on a roller coaster and it's like it's building and it's yeah you're on the roller coaster and you literally hear it going as it's starting to build and it's like and you ride you know you go up the hill and it flies down you know it's like in millionaire waltz and he's like slows down he's like once you were mine you know i'm not gonna say mm. it we were happy we spent all our days and then it's like building you know and then it's like it just jumps mm. in yeah and it's so fun and you literally you're in the car i've caught myself in the car listening to that song like i don't know anything about orchestra i never composed music like davy did but i'm in the car listening mm. to that song flailing my arms like a composer <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm like composing an orchestra in my car you know well it's true, i've seen it yes listening <laughs> to that song it just i feel i feel not that a composer is what i'm about to say but i feel theatrical mm. when i'm listening to that song 
and and freddie was so theatrical yeah you know he yeah. played he played such a character and for sure and, his whole stage bravado like mm-hmm. that's i mean that's exactly bravado. what it was it was just like uh it was a facade you know but it was it, the it opposite had a purpose. of what he claimed to be yeah, in his it private was his, life his stage presence yep and the way he commanded a crowd i mean go back and watch um or listen to live aid right when he did mm. live aid and you hear him just command hey. the crowd and they are holding on to every word and he's yeah. just like he's literally like let me see how far i can take it you know like he's yeah. making he's making them do little runs you know and they're copying him and he's like let me give them something really hard and you hear that audience try with all their might yeah to to follow his run <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and he's He's just up there having the time of his life. Like he always said, you know, he had fun and, but it was a job for him. He always said, if this wasn't making money, I'd leave it and go do something else. (laughs) He just, he just had this way of, um, it's that almost like enviable quality of nonchalance Mm. at times. Davey, would you agree? You know, where somebody just like, and maybe, and a lot of the times it's an act, right? Normally when somebody says like, I don't really care, it's an act, right? Mm. But he just kind of had this way like, hey, if something changes, I'll just go do something else. But in the meantime, I'm going to have fun, you mm. know? Yeah. And you're like, okay, I want to have fun too. So I'm coming along, you know? Yeah. It's that, that leadership quality mm. that is just so, for a, for a lead singer of a band like that, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, perfection to lead a band like that you know do you think that there is do you think there's a lesson to be learned there or do you think <laughs> you <laughs> what do you mean well <laughs> what do what you I... mean <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like i remember i remember watching a documentary with my dad when i was little and it was about bohemian rhapsody and i was young so i don't remember any of it but i just remember like how no one wanted to make that song because it was weird you know um it was long and it was long and it was like nothing that anybody had done before and I think I think for me there's a nice lesson in there um Mm -hmm. what do you think (laughs) well tell us what yours is well just like you know there's don't be shy I am shy. Don't be shy. Okay. <laughs> I feel I feel it's you holding us. back and I want you to let it go. I need just my notes. Us. No, there's um <laughs> there's just there's there's something special and there's a beauty in authenticity, however it comes. Mm-hmm. And um you know, it's 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 beautifully made art. It's not like he just you know, slapped it down and said, there you go. But it's like, it's totally him and it's Mm -hmm. authentic, you know? Right. And, um, yeah, you you can, you can jump on the bat, the bandwagon and that's fine too. But there's, there is something really beautiful about authenticity if you can get there, but it's not easy to get there. (laughs) Not always, definitely. But, but some people just bleed authenticity. Mm, so there's true. Some, there's some people that can't physically can't turn on fake or, you know, it's, it's almost like the, and I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. The That's whole, what I want to hear. 
the whole well <laughs> I was gonna say I have mixed feelings about this the whole this is who I am love it or leave it exactly yes. right you know I don't believe in that you know I think mm-hmm. I think in order to have good experiences with other humans we give different parts of ourselves to different people right yeah, there's a difference between being tactful and being fake totally and i think Mm. that gets can i think that can get confused as not being authentic you know if somebody Mm. says oh you were quiet the other night right does that mean you were does that mean you're a fake no maybe that's maybe that's the part of you that was smartest to show in that (laughs) in that group you know what i mean so to speak to that um freddie mercury was extremely uh, i don't think anybody anybody would say that he's not that he wasn't authentic. He had mm. his stage, his stage presence was larger than life. Yeah. It was the larger than life persona. Right. Mm-hmm. And in everyday behavior, those are generally the people that are kind of hardest to deal with the larger than life. Right. They normally, yeah. cl- they normally either really, really click with you or either really rub you the wrong way. Like they mm-hmm. generally, it's generally the person that somebody either loves them or hates them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think it's so interesting that I don't think that it it is unauthentic for him to have been that larger than life stage presence than go home and be a quiet, timid, mild person. I think that that's really smart. You yeah. know, it's it's knowing when to turn it on and when to turn it off for different situations. That was his job. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. so, it's yeah. like somebody performing on Broadway, you know, for they sure. go on stage and play a role. Mm. they're not being fake they're that's they're they're playing form. a role yeah you know, but that's that exactly song was, was exactly doing. oh i'm sorry his job is no sorry i was just saying his job is to entertain yes and that's mm. what he became an entertainer yeah mm-hmm. on stage what were you gonna say ellie i was just gonna say that song was exactly what he wanted what he wanted to be or mm-hmm. whatever his vision was you know yep. um when a, a lot of people, I don't know, I've only seen that one documentary. It, <laughs> it seems like a lot of people um, were demanding it to be different. Um, mm. And he he wasn't going to change it because that was the way he wanted it to be. And, like, not always is that well received, but, man. But sometimes somebody has that right flavor. Yep. That is going undeniably going to resonate with millions of people Mm -hmm. but if Mm. if that flavor hasn't come out yet yeah it's it's but your kids are gonna love it it's gonna come with skepticism right yeah but then it comes out and it's like now it's been decades right Mm -hmm. it's been it's been years and people try to do what he did because it's a flavor that was really loved yeah you know was it well received at the time yeah, they were famous. <laughs> I mean, that song in particular, though? <laughs> Which song? Millionaire Waltz? No, I'm sorry. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. It was uh, a hit. Nice. It should I be. got a question <laughs> for you guys. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> what do you think makes their music so universally acclaimed? Like, why do you think <sighs> it resonates with people? Even today, you know? They're, mm. I mean, that was like, what, 40, 50 years ago? Mm-hmm. maybe not mm-hmm. 50 but actually yeah 40 50 years ago well, and even wow. today like you know the new generation people our age them. and you know yeah mm-hmm. people younger than us they hear it now and like 
they still feel it. Why do you think that is? Ellie, do you have thoughts or do you want me to go first? Please go first. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so, I already uh, has it queued. <laughs> <laughs> you know I got my brain queued up for Freddie. But, um, okay, so it's funny, like, when you said that, here's the deal, everyone. I Because I know you want to talk about it. <laughs> I love comedy, okay? <laughs> and when you said that, it made me think of, uh, this is, just bear with me because I, it is going to come back around and make sense. It made me think of Jerry Seinfeld, okay? <laughs> because Jerry Seinfeld was humongous back in, like, the 80s and 90s, mm. right? Like, that's when he really blew up. He was, like, was and is, like, the, the, the comic. You know what I mean? A lot of people call him the greatest of all time. Mm. Like, it's, it's debatable. But my point is comedy is, is a hard niche because a lot of the times um, – you're making jokes about current affairs, right? Things that are happening mm. and, it, and it doesn't age well, meaning, mm-hmm. meaning like in 50 years, it's not going to be funny because, you know, nobody knows who that person was that they were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Or what that thing was like. Mm-hmm. But the point is Jerry Seinfeld, I just finished Seinfeld again for the second time, is <laughs> his jokes hit. He is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, because he was, just picked things from everyday life. Well, I was going to say it's, the things he joked about will will always transcend time, right? Because mm. it was it was things that everybody could feel and everyone could relate to. It wasn't stuck in a time period, you know? So my point with that mm. is it's still relevant today because he, he chose topics and chose things that people would feel forever. Right? There was only yeah. a there was only a couple that I heard where I was like that that doesn't apply anymore, right? With with Freddie Mercury and Queen, I shouldn't just say Freddie Mercury because this is all about Queen too. But um, with Queen, it's like the the feeling that they put into their music is mm. a feeling every generation will always want to feel. They yeah. always they want to feel okay. Like in fifty years, we're not gonna want to listen to the songs that are about the COVID nineteen pandemic. Like I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, but like it's like I don't want to feel that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like with Queen, I wanna feel the way I feel with the millionaire waltz all the time. And the way mm-hmm. I feel when I listen to that song is the way people felt when they listened to it 30, 40 years ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Right? It just it makes you even if you can't necessarily relate to their lyrics I feel like the melody is just so strong and it's, it's just so fun. Like, Mm. I feel like fun transcends time. We always want to have fun. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And that's why I think it's so relevant because it comes on and you kind of see people like Bohemian. I just keep saying Bohemian Rhapsody because that's the most well-known, but it's like Mm. that comes on and like, I've seen new generation kids that haven't heard it before literally be like, what? For the first (laughs) For the first three seconds, what are we listening to? And then take them two minutes into the song and they're like, yes, like they're having a blast. (laughs) And then they're going, who is this again? And they're downloading it on their phone because guess what? They just had fun. Yeah. You know, so that's my thoughts. Uh, That's one, one aspect of why I think Mm. there's a lot of reasons why, but I think that's one. They, they were fun Mm. and I love fun. And so does everybody else. I agree profoundly with that um I think I think really genuinely good music doesn't doesn't go out of style 
the question is what makes it really genuinely good music and I'll circle back to that. <laughs> um, mm. But I think especially now, like, um, media is so accessible to us, like, more than ever. And I think I, I, I spend a lot of time on TikTok <laughs> and I am hearing a lot of a lot of people, like, a lot of this generation listening to, like, a ton of Fleetwood Mac and, like, ABBA. ABBA was, like, really trendy a couple months ago. My For You page mm-hmm. was just full of ABBA. And I remember, again, watching a documentary with my dad when I was <laughs> little. Um, it must have been, like, 20 to 1 or something. We'd always watch 20 to 1 every week. Um, it was one of those. And they, I remember them saying, like, you know, because my parents love ABBA. I grew up on ABBA anyway. Or ABBA. Um, <laughs> and I remember them saying, you know, if, if they, if ABBA, ABBA, I'm going to say ABBA, that's the language of my heart. <laughs> if ABBA came out today, they would be so famous. Like they were famous in their time. And if they came out like the, they would be famous today. I was like, oh, what a shame that like, they're not famous now, but here they are. It's however many years later, kids are listening in to ABBA. They love it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're bringing out new music, you know, all these like air quotes, older artists are like trendy again because, and maybe they never stop being trendy, but we just, we have such access to it. It's the easiest thing in the world to listen to Queen um, now more than ever. And, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, if you've, if you've got access to everything, wouldn't you want to listen to Queen? <laughs> It's right. so good. It's joyful <laughs> and bombastic. Yeah, um, so true. Awesome point, and Ellie. And lots of variety too. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> and another thing. Go ahead. Um, it's 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 not all that though. Like it, there's there's variety within their music. They mm-hmm. a lot of different emotions and experiences. Yeah, and a lot of different. Um, a lot of different types of music. Oh, um, can I say something to that? Uh, please. Just real quick. I just like that you said that because I feel like I did focus on the fun aspect a lot because that is generally how I I plan my day in order of fun. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I love what you said. They do cover a wide a range of emotion. Yeah, And, and they versatile. do it very well. And we talked about that in the last episode. And, and Davey has talked to me about this before, right? Like how you can listen to some Queen songs that are really, really sad, but they don't sound sad. They're still happy, mm, right? Like yes. you don't realize you're singing about a yeah. sad song. You like flaunt your sadness and You flaunt your sadness <laughs> yeah. and you conquer it and you have a blast. But Show must say, go on. But Sorry. sometimes... But sometimes you don't want to do that. Mm. Sometimes you want to feel your sadness. Sometimes you want to acknowledge and honor the emotion you're feeling in that moment, right? And there mm-hmm. are some there are some Queen songs um, that do really capture sadness and and deep emotion, where you are not just singing the words, but you're also hearing it in the melody. Mm. They have some love songs that uh, I'm not going to say what it is. Um, you guys probably, Ellie, you know, there's one mm. love song um, that they have in, and it's probably the most beautiful love song I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm. And, and when you're listening to it still, there's this like underlying sadness. So they, they have 
that ability mm. for sure of capturing a wider range of motions, right? Because it does get old to be with the person all the time that doesn't know how to be serious. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes it is annoying when everything's turned into a joke or everything's lighthearted. Sometimes you got to get deep and mm. they really, they did that mm. when it was, when it was appropriate. I like that. Mm. You know, it's and kind of like tying it all back together. That's like the millionaire waltz. Like it's kind of like um, a small representation of like Freddie's entire body of work. You know, mm. you could kind of I feel like you could look at it like that. Like mm-hmm. he has those songs where like he's sad but he's like, you know, he's making an anthem of it and like you just want to like shout and cry but you're like, you know, smiling at the same time. But then other times like he wallows in it. Mhm. You know. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I think Millionaire Waltz does a little bit of everything of, you know, what what he's about. Um. Yeah, I keep saying Freddie and Queen. I know. But, I mean, he's, his name's Freddie. His, he's my best friend. His songs are the. He's a singer. He's my his best songs are the hits. <laughs> yeah, and the Millionaire Waltz. Like I was reading the lyrics, and just trying to d- discern within me, what is this about? You know, mm. and um, just reading it right. The first line: "Bring out the charge of the love brigade. They're spring in the air once again." Drink to, the, mm. drink to the sound of the song parade. There is music and love everywhere. And you you go through the song. And to me, it is, you know, it was like, it just kind of had that um, feeling of hopefulness and excitement and spring in the air once again. Like he feels, or the song, it, it feels to me like you feel love coming on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, like you're like, ooh. <laughs> like uh, I like I've I, like I've been sad like yeah. you know what I mean when mm-hmm. it's one of those moments. Uh, this is what the song kind of paints to me, and I'd like to hear what your guys' thoughts. But it's kind of like, ooh, I was a little like sad. Maybe I'm a little sad, but now very very quickly mm. I'm getting back up and I'm celebrating because essentially I smell love in the air, like yeah, <laughs> and fun and spring and dancing, right? Like yeah we're we're gonna give and take we're gonna have fun and and I feel it's almost like I, I feel like I'm coming out of something not mm-hmm. great and I see something really exciting on the horizon like that's what it it sounds like to me <sighs> that's so beautiful something exciting on the horizon <laughs> what's better than that well it's like because that's what he's saying he's right yeah he's like, he's like drink to the sound of the song parade you yeah. know like Let's get stoked over the fact that something's on the horizon. Yeah. You know? And that could be for anything. Like we're not yeah. we're not over here trying to be romantics right now, but it could be anything. If <laughs> but if in, it like, happens, it happens. Well, no, if you're in a little bit of like a slump or yeah. you know, maybe life has felt a little bit monotonous and then all of a sudden like there's this this whiff of excitement that you just get, you know, it's like mm. It's so, it's just funny how easily we just kind of pick ourselves back up and go into let's celebrate because I'm yeah. excited mode. Mm-hmm. That's how this song sounds to me. Hmm. What about you, Davey? Um, it makes me think of um, like a reunion. Mm. You know, 
mm-hmm. like uh, being with somebody, being away from them, and then the feeling of them coming back. That know? makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, clearly what he's like, talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, literally what he's saying. But uh-huh. um, yeah, but yeah, just like the the joy when they're there, the sadness mm-hmm. when they're gone, like the longing for them, you know, doesn't even have to be, well, I mean, I guess it is pretty romantic the way he's talking about it, but it's like that with any relationship, you know, mm-hmm. a friend, anybody, like yes. you miss them when they're gone. There's like jubilation when you're reunited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt yeah. that way. Um, it make, Yeah. It makes me think I just got married a couple months ago. Congrats. Um, oh yeah. <gasps> no, but I mean, uh, that's how I felt. <laughs> having like my my family and my friends there my uh my best friend I hadn't seen him in a few years and I got to spend like one last night with him you know just hanging out staying up late yeah and at one moment I just like looked over at him and I was like oh man I'm happy you're here (laughs) and he's Mm -hmm. like said the same to me (laughs) but that's like the feeling I get when I uh, listen to Millionaire Waltz Mm. wow I really like that too because you kind of just gave me an epiphany almost of I'm looking at the line where he says, now, now I am sad. You are so far away. I sit counting the hours day by day, come back to me. So he is expecting the person back, right? Like he's, Mm. he's counting the hours almost. And I like how you described it with your friend. It's like, that is how it feels like that's how I felt, you know, when Ellie like last left when she was here and she got on the plane, like that's my, my friend, you know? And it's like, okay, when's, when's the next time we're going to see each other? When's the next time we're going to meet at an airport and shriek in jubilation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good way to put it. Oh, mm-hmm. I love visit. that. <laughs> yeah. I got to come visit, but you gotta come get that hair, hair and, and it makeup. makes you feel makes you feel like a millionaire mm-hmm. you know yeah you feel rich you feel rich mm-hmm. yeah make me f- yeah his the last line make me feel mm-hmm. like a millionaire dun, dun, dun. yeah because it ends with the same basically the same opening but it's like even more grand mm. you know just the fact you know they were gone and they're coming back it's even like more joyous to have somebody come back to you then you know it's nice to be with somebody a lot but when they go and just the feeling of them coming back it's like even more exciting yeah absence makes the heart grow fonder sometimes it truly does Mm -hmm. or it just makes the reunion sweeter oh yeah Mm -hmm. you gotta say goodbye before you could say hello again (laughs) let's just make a pinterest board of our feelings (laughs) yeah let's make some uh pillows let's crochet some sayings on yes. some pillows. pillows oh my goodness let's all put up a little whiteboard on our fridge and write inspirational quotes on them yes fun well guys this was so fun any other thoughts about the millionaire waltz before we close this puppy out or freddie mercury or queen yeah um, give it to us you should listen to it yeah yeah guys <laughs> if you guys haven't heard of it don't be embarrassed just ask and don't be embarrassed if you have my queen (laughs) if you haven't seen ella enchanted yet you can give yourself that gift yeah you're welcome anne hathaway for the plug (laughs) (laughs) no 
she's still extremely relevant. She has an unexpected spike in revenue <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> from our 50 listens. But, oh my goodness, so fun. Yeah, go look up The Millionaire Waltz by Queen. Go dive into their music. Have fun. Feel the highs and lows. Don't be Ooh, afraid. I have a question. I'm sorry. Before we, before we end. Avian Azaria, if you could, if, if, if anyone's listening to this who's never heard of Queen before, what three songs would you recommend to them to dip their toe into the, plug them into the Queen pipeline? They've never heard of Queen before? Yeah. If you've never heard of Queen, you're a toad, you're living under a rock. <laughs> you're you're a salamander. Salamander. And we can't help you. (laughs) Do you mean what our three favorite songs or songs that best represent them? Whatever you think. What three songs would you recommend? Would you recommend your favorite? Would you recommend like a good representation of their catalog? Is that what it's called? Oh man, hmm. there's so many. I mean, if somebody's never heard of Queen, you have to show them Bohemian Rhapsody. But That's if I had true. to pick my, th- like, if I had to pick my own three, let's three for just liked, the. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your three favorites? Yeah, Somebody to Love, um, Save Me. Ooh, that's a good one. I would not have expected that. Um, oh gosh, it's hard to whittle it down to just three. <laughs> <laughs> go on and whittle little whittle <laughs> can i do like five sure or like yes. ten <laughs> i'll allow it <laughs> okay and, those and two has, get out your pen and paper and write these down and go <laughs> look listen to them later i guarantee you are gonna have start your day with this and you will have <laughs> a beautiful wonderful day of opportunity and opportunistic optimistic opportunity okay go ahead money back yeah i was trying to use that time to think um (laughs) i was trying to give it to you i love it's a hard life that's a good one they released this um single in like 2014 and they used like recordings from obviously when freddie was still alive but let me in your heart again that's one of my favorites. Oh, I've never heard that one. They released it with like some album that came out that they that they put out. Um, and then, hmm, I don't know. That's hard I mean, to pick. Oh, love my life. I'll just pick that one. Oh, the good one. Don't make oh. me cry. <laughs> the um, mere mention of it but um oh. <laughs> oh so sad but okay so those are yours i feel like i'll pick those for now i also I love like... nevermore okay <gasps> well you stole one of mine why is it so short and so good davy has something to say about that tell me what i've said to you before don't you wish nevermore was longer and what what would you say if somebody said that to you um, I mean, I don't know what I said to you then, but I, right now I'm saying that's what makes it so good. It, it that's exactly you, what oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. It leaves you wanting more. Two minutes in heaven it is better than no more. minutes in heaven. 
It's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all, listeners. But no, okay, so I would probably choose. I always say um, not to get personal, and it's really not personal at all. I just wanted to say that. Not to get, not to get personal. I already know what it is. Don't get political. What is it? I can't wait for you to be wrong. <laughs> nope, not no? even close. Oh. Well, that's on there, right? No. So, what? oh, I'm sad. Stop, stop. Let me just say it. <laughs> so, my if I had a show and I could pick my theme song, I would want it to be The Show Must Go On. Oh, wow. that's really oh, my second cool. guess. <laughs> the Show Must Go On. Think I, your life. Oh, I love it so much. I love that song holds a really, really special place in my heart. Um, let me pick a few. When askew. I hear that, I think of you, Azaria. Oh, thank you. And I listen to it a lot. It still makes me think of that one time when, I don't know, there, I remember there was a pile of clothes. <laughs> yeah, I think you I was, were Marie Kondoing. <laughs> I was Marie Kondoing once again, and I was on the floor with like a hairbrush. Performing the show performing. must go on. Yes. She and Freddie of the, of the same ilk. They love to perform. It's fun. I would also pick, Davey, you did pick some of mine. Let me just pick some askew ones that I think would (laughs) benefit the listener. Um, How do you say it? Teotoriate? Oh, that's a good one. I love that one. I listen to it all the time. Japanese. If you like Japanese, go listen to that one. What? They have Japanese songs? They have Japanese in that song. I love that song. Um, to me, that's it's like a, another version of Las Palabras de Amor, or the other way around. I think they're both Brian May songs, and they both have other mm. languages. <laughs> well, I really Fine. love it. I really love that song, and I love... Let me see here. I'm looking through. Um, where are all my songs? Azaria, while you're thinking, can I tell you a story really quickly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while I visited Azaria last time... We were driving and she played me Seaside Rendezvous. Mm. If you've never heard it, enjoy that when you get off this podcast. <laughs> Seaside um, Rendezvous is a very Ellie song. It, I, I, it think, so... I think that song very much captures I up there your... into the house. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Seaside Rendezvous really captures the energy of Ellie. I feel like when I listen to Seaside, you get what I'm saying, Davey? Mm-hmm, when yeah. I listen to Seaside Rendezvous, Rendezvous, I feel like I am at a circus. Give us a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I literally feel like I'm at a circus in the best way. It, it's, it's so bouncy and, and just uh, playful and fun-loving. And that is, that's Ellie. Um, I'm going to pick Lily of the Valley. I'm going to pick. Uh, Wait, can is... I guess one more of yours? Yeah. Melancholy Blues. That's a good one. Let's give them that. And oh, you guys the Lap of the Gods. Revisited. Oh, what's the difference? The other one's kind of um, just a lot for me. Oh. In the Lap of the Gods Revisited has one of my favorite lines of favorite musical moments of any queen song and i'll let you listen to that and decide which moment it is but davy knows and ellie probably does too oh, sorry listeners ellie got disconnected and apparently there's a big storm so she can't get reconnected so she says and i quote give my love <laughs> she got lost in it <laughs> yeah, 
give my love to the listeners, she said. So, listeners, she gives her love. I'll, I'll pretend to be Ellie. Hello. <laughs> give my love to the listeners. Bye. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my goodness. That was actually her. She reconnected. Can you believe that? But thank you, Davey, so much for joining us today. It was nice to have you and have your wise insight. You understand so much, so much musically and not just close your ears for a second. Um, Me? Yeah, you just close your ears. Davey is extremely humble as he should be. And it's, it's a really good thing. And he hates having his talents highlighted. And that's a beautiful quality, but um, he is extremely musically gifted. Top so it. it was, Top. it was, it was really great to have Nar. him on the podcast, and I'm really thankful. So, oh, thanks. Anyways, for the it was fun. Yeah. Well, have me back. Um, yeah, we'll have you back, and we are trying to post a, a podcast every week. So stay tuned for that. And we thank you guys all so much for listening. If you can think of any other songs or topics that you think would be fun for us to talk about, please let us know. And follow our podcast or subscribe or whatever it's called so that you can hear more. Thank you. Meow. Bye.